That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Hello and welcome to another episode of Alienation, the Newcomer Podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike, along with my brother, Ken. Hey, guys. Today, we're discussing The Enemy Within Part 2. It's the fourth of five TV movies. It originally aired on November 12th, 1996. It was directed by Kenneth Johnson, and the writers are Diane Froloff and Andrew Schneider. Where's Emily? Doctor's in with her. How is she? You beat her up pretty bad. Carrie, too. But I guess you wouldn't care about some lazy Eno. Did you call your mother? They're trying to find her. She was very lucky. If the salt water had gotten in her eyes, she'd be blind. Carrie, how's Carrie? She's an x-ray. We think it's just the arm that's broken. What were you doing in Little Tankton with that Eno girl? I just wanted to help her. They hit her for no reason. She didn't do anything. They just hit her. Hit her. Oh, Emily. Why don't you let me finish up in here? We'll be out in just a few minutes. And we're going to start with the episode summary. When Detective Sykes and Francisco is presented with the mysterious death of an Eno, Matt is stupefied to discover that George rudely snubs the case. He, like most newcomers, reviles the outcast Enos. As the case unfolds, George has to reassess his prejudice, and George's family helps save the city from an alien threat originating in an Eno waste disposal facility. Albert approaches George with an unusual request that puts the Francisco marriage to the test, and Matt and Kathy move in together and find themselves learning more about each other. Here you go. I already put the mustard in there. This was my fault. What, George? Just a bunch of punks who ought to be flambéed. No, no, man. It was hatred. Their hatred, mine, it makes no difference. Poisoned me. Almost got my daughter killed. Yeah, well, it didn't. When I was on the slave ship, alone in my cell, I would be seized with terror, asking myself how far I would go to survive. Would I betray a friend? Would I deny my family? Every day, I did things that I was ashamed of. Draw the line. Emily was right. And you, you, you were right. Anyone could have done what the Enos did. That's why we make them our scapegoats. Scapegoats? Oh, yes. (laughs) Scapegoats. We hate them because they make us confront ourselves. George. Hi, Carrie. 
Miss Ondag. I'm so very sorry. I'd like to help you if you'll let me. There is this place that I've heard of. All right, we have our usual cast members. We start off with Terry Trace playing Kathy Frankel. Jeff Marcus as Albert Einstein. Eric Pierpoint as Detective George Francisco. Ron Fazer as Captain Brian Grazer. Gary Graham as Detective Matthew Sykes. Michelle Scarabelli as Susan Francisco. Laura Woodland as Emily Francisco. And Sean Six as Buck Francisco. We're going to start with our guest cast now. We have Jennifer Darling as Driver. Phil Hayes as Morse Code. We have Mary Ingersoll as Gina Rutenberg. Lawrence Kennedy as Nurse. We have Patrick Kerr as Pursuer Number One. <laughs> we have Ben Martin as Patty Melt, BNA. That's just awesome again. A lot of cool <laughs> names so far. Oh, yeah. We have Adelaide Miller as Wendy. Ron Mitchell as Skip. We have James Park as Pursuer Number Two. There's always a one, there's always a two. <laughs> we have Dana Reed as Gail Warnings. Another great name. <laughs> We have Gene Sakata as coroner. Clark Tucker as Tankton's teen. We have Susan Bobine as ER doctor. Joe Lando as Rick Shaw. And Carrie Keene as Jessica. Naki Valtrolf, Clubby Reese. What'd she say? We in trouble? No. We are grateful that you brought her. We can help her learn how to live with dignity. Come. Uh, where are we going? The famous idea. Wow. We watched and we listened. We talked amongst ourselves and we decided that we could trust you. That maybe you could do something. These are pictures of a dream most of us have had. What does it mean? Tells about a, a birth of a queen or a queen mother. Not human, not Tanktonese. Queen mother. Queen bee? And what's that? Some kind of hive? It says the queen mother will bring about a new order, that the Enos will serve as her priests, all other creatures will bow before them. It's nice, real nice. You don't understand. We showed you this to warn you. We don't believe this is just a dream. We believe that there are Enos who already serve the Queen Mother. If she isn't stopped, she will destroy your civilization. All civilization will be destroyed. By her. it's time to discuss part two of the enemy within okay i have to say i know the last episode we kind of were debbie downers because it well we weren't the episode was the first half of that episode it just seemed like everything was falling apart well i was kind of negative nelly too because it it really (laughs) me kind of you were okay i'm here okay that means something that's true if i'm here that means you know true it was yeah at least you weren't it weren't it wasn't horrible (laughs) you know what actually um 
my faith was restored. Yes. So it was. It was like I said it, in the previous episode. It was difficult to watch. Very difficult our, to watch. Our, some of our favorite characters start questioning things and relationships Very themselves. Un- and, it, and it was, I'm not saying it was unrealistic of those characters. We just never saw that aspect of those characters. Yeah, for how you many know? episodes we've seen, that's yeah. my point. Yeah. All of a sudden you do a But I love that they're a little bit deeper. They're going a little bit deeper into these characters. Yeah, they say they should have won an award for writing this episode. <laughs> this, was a, this was a yeah. good one. This was, yeah. So see, you hear me? This was a good one, people. <laughs> yeah, and he We'll, likes we'll it. get into it, yeah. but it was yeah. a good one. Um, so we start with, uh, we find out what happens to poor Emily. Yeah. Um, she's in the hospital. Um, the, uh, the girl, Carrie. Yeah, Carrie. Uh, she has a broken arm. She's a little bruised up as well. Emily's the same way. But um, a light bulb's clicking in George. Like, but George, yeah, once George runs in there and he's so worried he's about like, his daughter, man. all of a sudden he clicks and he's like, I've been in the house. He could, you could tell. He's like, oh, this, you just know. I, I, yeah. Shame. And they can't find Susan. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, yeah. Well, we'll get yeah, to we'll that. that. We'll get to that part of the this, story. Look, look at that. Let me, tell you, <laughs> let me tell you why. If you don't know, I'm getting goosebumps. Let me tell you why. Because, look at that. See, because George... He, he, like my brother said, he just, his light bulb clicked and Carrie on bag. Carrie comes in yeah. and he puts his, he put his hand to her head to and temple. you can see she was, oh, yeah. has it, but her, the, the relief, her, oh my, dude, it was just, like, yeah. it was such a happy, it was, yeah, it was, it was a, such a great moment. It was moment. like the first time great someone moment. ever gave her like, love. cared, yeah, yeah, it was such a great, powerful moment yeah. for me in yeah. this, in this No, episode. I agree, I agree. There when were, when there I were, saw that, there were a lot of moments no, where I was on this, the verge of tears. Right. This one, this restored this good. Me. Yeah. And this is in the very beginning of the second half. Yeah, that's true. So when I saw this, I'm like, okay. Yeah. You're like, okay. Dude, we're in. We're I'm good. good now. <laughs> Big smile, restored humanity. We saw some issues with Susan. We got yeah. some issues over here. Yeah. But we're good with this one. This yeah. is a lame one because George, man, you, you yeah. don't see that from him. Yeah. In 180. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, he realized what he was doing and. He turned and he's like, you know, we'll find. I've heard of the settlement. We'll, t- you know, there are other people like you. And we're gonna take care we'll of take you. Take care of you. And so they do. They wind up taking this young girl to uh, Vasquez Rocks. Vasquez Rocks. <laughs> yes. Once again, it's so their desert. Um, yeah, middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And they're waiting for these people. And the, it's like a priestess type of. Michael's called them a cult, but they weren't a cult. No, they were. <laughs> they were Eno's cult. But it's, they were a good thing, though. That's, it, it's a good cult. There you go. Um, you know, they they said they were watching them to make sure for they hours. were. Yeah, that they were good and worthy of them coming out to them. And which, the cool thing about the Enos, sorry for interrupting. Yeah. The cool thing about the Enos, one second they're not there. Oh my god, yeah, and then all of a sudden, bam, there's there. 80 of them. <laughs> because they're so used to being invisible. Right. Making that's no the, noise. Right. And that's... Because they're invisible like, to everybody like else. into them. Right. So, so that yeah. was huge. That was, yeah. it was kind of... Yeah. Because Matt's like, whoa. Yeah, and there's like 30 <laughs> people standing around instantly. Right. And um, even Matt, even Matt's sitting there going, well, you know, Kathy's not home. Yeah. I ain't got no beer. <laughs> god damn, that was going on tonight. So he's chucking rocks into a fire, so... And uh, yeah. it, it was cool. And, and, and then Emily was there, obviously, to yes. be a, more of like a, a support. Like a support for her friend. For, her yeah, friend. carry on bag. Yeah. And uh, George was there. So, But no, it was really cool. It was, it really was good. Yeah, it was good. And, you know, they wanted to bring her to the group of people. And they're like, we'll take care of her. We'll make her appreciate herself. Because they have no self-worth at all. At all. At all. They've been so downtrodden that they don't think they're worth anything. Anything. So they're going to help her, you know, reintegrate back into society. I'm assuming that's what they do. Um, but then they also said that you guys are worthy and they're going to show them something. I guess some of the Enos, the Enos sound like they're like a whole different, almost different species because they were having visions. Like hieroglyphics they're putting on Yeah, the they're like painting and... on wall of, of what they're dreaming. 
uh, of their vision, honeycomb, of like a hive kind of thing, and you know of the the this horrible queen. evil monster queen, which we had seen previously right. in part one. But we, you really don't know what what it is, or but this is where you start to find out that you know that the Enos have this kind of I don't know if it's a um, if it's um, a myth or a legend of this queen that will be born of neither alien or human, but will come and make a new breed and and bring the Enos up from the ground, and the, they'll they'll be the they rulers, are, and they will be the rulers, right? So that's what you find out is the, the story behind this, and you're re- you're realizing well, this is happening in right. real life. Those group of Enos that that girl was from, who's working at the factory, is is part of that group. They have the queen. She is, you know, working on creating a super being, super, or whatever yeah, whatever they're it. called, and they're going to help the Enos. So we think. Come find out later. This is a whole different story. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that so so carry on back is is fine and safe. They were warned. You know, they were warned that this potential monster thing is happening. happening. So they're you know they give them a heads up, which is great. Go back to May and Albert really quick. You know, they realize Susan's having issues because they finally confront George and George is like, yeah, she's, you know, he's like, no, she's great. And then he finally confesses that she's not so happy about him having sex with another woman. Yep. So they go to Susan and they tell Susan, you know what? We decided to go with like an egg donor. Yeah. Sperm donor. They call it whatever the fluid is. Right. A donation place instead, you know, because George really loves you. And when he's, when you're not happy, he's not happy. And, and Susan's starting to think now about her marriage and. Yeah. This clicks a light bulb in her head. Finally. Yeah. And she's starting to think, okay, well maybe, you know, something is there. There's also another scene with Susan. um, And George is conked out in the bed, which is a great scene. He's sitting there snoring. And he has a videotape, a VHS tape of how to enhance your love life. Right. Um, so he's trying to, you know, he's trying to come up with new ways of, of having sex. So he's not in a rut. So she's, and all the stuff is happening to Susan. And then her best friend, Jessica, Ugh. says, oh, well, a few of us are going to go out for drinks. Why don't you come join us? Come join us. And, you know, this is before May and Albert get there. And so she's not having that light bulb moment yet. Right. So she's still kind of wavering what am I going to do? You know, I'm not happy in the relationship. Should I have an affair with Rickshaw? What's come to find out Jessica set it up. So Rickshaw would be there. And it's like some weird, it's a strip club, but they're weird. It's I like, I don't know human females and a tank in these male and they're dancing and they're half provocative. It's kind of weird. It's a weird place to go for drinks. And Rickshaw is there. Yes. And he's very slimy. No, he just, he's, he, like you said, he knows she's a married woman. He's a playboy. So to me, that makes him kind of slimy. I said that in the beginning. Yeah. I still think he yeah. is. So he, you know, he, of course, Susan has this dress with a big hole in the back and it shows off her spots. So he touches her there and she doesn't pull away. Then he takes his key, old school key, and says, you know, come to my place tomorrow night. And he's all being sexy with her. And she takes, and she takes the, the key. And Michael, I thought, was going to lose it. Takes the Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was. That was Getting it. angry again. Oh, yeah. That he was like, that's it. I'm done with Susan. <laughs> I have, I mean, he lost total. I'm like, you know, because there's one thing about thinking about it or talking. Right. Once she, took, once that she key, took that key, you're like, you're as good as cheated. You cheated. I was mad, yeah, he was dude. So this, so you know, I had a little bit of a yeah. George is redeemed. Yeah. Susan, <laughs> what the <laughs> ah? Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, it was great. He had his moment with Susan. Oh, dude. But after the scene with May and Albert saying that George loves you. Yeah, but but I'm still questioning that because she had the key. Yes. Was she going to go and do you know she was going to go through with it before Albert and May walked up? I I don't know that. I think we don't know. We don't know, but I think she would have. Because what of what actually went through with I it? I think she, I think there would have been more questions, but I think in the end she may have done it. Yeah, see, and I don't like because that. I think I know because but but she found out that. Yeah, you see, know, I think the same thing. I think she yeah, would have done. I it. think she would have done it. But with May and Albert coming saying you know coming to her and saying how much George loves you and he doesn't want to do it, you know, and they're like we well, you know we'll just get a donation. She yeah, kind of realized that George actually does love her and wants her to be happy, and she's just being stupid. So she winds up giving the key back to. Rick. We're going to call him Slimy Fox. <laughs> yeah, so she she does give it back to him. So, I mean, I wouldn't it's say she's bad. redeemed. Yeah. But I also understand, you know, she was having a rough time with the relationship. And she, you know, she was passed by a promotion twice at work. So she's just not. Yeah, Slick Rick comes in. Hey, if I was the boss, yeah. you would have that promotion. <laughs> that kind of guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Just a Yep. Yeah. He's a big douche. Yeah, slime bag. So, so yeah, so that kind of that kind of ended that storyline. Um, Thank goodness cuz I couldn't handle much more <laughs> of the stuff, guys. Okay. But then it kind of turns after that point. Um oh, and then let's talk Matt and Kathy really quick and then we'll talk about the main Matt and Kathy. Here so we Matt go. and Kathy, we find out cuz Matt goes to Kathy to talk to her. Um, and we find out that she's not working late hours and she's not putting in double shifts and she hasn't worked the past two days. Yeah. Matt is... Infuriates Matt. Furious. Finds out. I mean, he's like knocking women over in doorways. He's no, so... He finds out she's at a hotel. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, he gets an emergency number from one of the doctors and works his police magic. And no, he gets, just takes it. <laughs> he gets the address of where it is. And it is a hotel and he's just livid. So, he, you know, he goes and, you know, it's, it, it just comes a long way with Matt. Because Matt, at the beginning, would have just went to the door and knocked it down and just been screaming and yelling. But he, you see him, he's so angry, but he still comes up to the door, takes a deep breath, taps on the door. She says, who is it? And he says, Matt. And she opens it up. Yeah. Then he goes crazy. He kept his composure. He, I think that. he did. For Matt, yeah. it was huge. Yeah, all right. He was definitely, he was mad. I mean, he was. Well, I would be too. Oh, you, no, no. The I, woman I, you love is at a hotel. Yes. For the lying past, to you, you and I lying to you, days. not saying she's yeah. not working. Yeah, I'm thinking she's cheating on somebody. And like my brother said, as soon as he gets in, where is he? Yeah. You know, just oh, like yeah. going crazy. He starts going through the door. She's in the bathroom, and and you know, she's like, "What are you talking about?" Because to her, she, she wasn't even thinking about cheating. This may look like I'm cheating. <laughs> Come to find out that Kathy's insecure about living with someone because she's never had a mate, human or Tintinese. She lived on the you know on the ship, never had a mate there. Crash landed and has been on the planet for so many years and never had anybody significant and live with people. Right. So it's very, she wants her own place. She, she needed privacy, her own little spot. And so that's what she was doing in the hotel. And she feels horrible about it because she loves Matt, but she doesn't know how to be a good mate. She's afraid she could do something wrong. And you just feel, and you know, I like Kathy and Matt. So it's all going to get back to that. She just, she feels horrible. But Matt is very sweet and says, you know, we'll work it out. We'll figure it out. And his... And that's Matt, you know? He's really like, that's, you know, that's a good... That's, yeah. Yes. So in the end, 
his resolution is there's a single apartment next to his apartment where Kathy and Matt live now, and he busts or he rented it. He rented the apartment and then busts a hole in the wall, which was funny. Like literally, bust a hole in the wall and put, put a, a curtain up. Curtain over. It says it. if you need to get away, this is all this yours. Is all yours. You can yeah. go over here. And I saw her clown pictures inside there, yeah. so he must have too. moved them. <laughs> So which was really cool. It was very sweet. And of course, she's appreciative of it. So that kind of ends their story on a happy note. Everyone's happy. and you know, So we're two for great. three so far. Susan's still iffy. Susan, we're yeah. happy with George. We're happy with Kathy and Matt. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Then we do the big, the Eno storyline, which obviously it's, it's Matt and um, George going down to investigate. They can't do anything legal, so it's all... You know, well, it's not that, under the it's radar. It's not that they can't do any legal. I guess. Well, they can't get a warrant. There's a lot. Of, I guess there's budget cuts and there's all kinds yeah. of issues, and and they they wouldn't be able to get a warrant, so they need to take things into, into their, their, own, their hands. own hands. Yes, but then you have a little little side story that connected with it. With you have you have um, Buck. Who's like, oh, I'm going to do something about and that, the Enos. Yeah, and I'm going, I'm and I was going, like, oh, God, this is not going to end well. This is a bad mistake, but I, yeah. <laughs> so he gets, he, he gets, wants to prove himself to his dad. Yes. And he's like, I'm, gonna, I'm like, oh, dude, really? That's yeah. probably not the thing you're going to want to do, Yeah. Bud. So he gets plans to the factory, which used to be an old red line station. So it has all the corridors and all of those things. So he gets plans to those. George and Matt jump in, you know, Matt's all suited up because he's afraid he's going to breathe in. Because the tank he needs, it's fine, but the humans, it kills them. Yep. That, uh, whatever that acid is. That they're toxic Yeah, because you find out, George finally believes the carry-on baggage. About... Yeah, because Matt said, oh, the red line, tunnels, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And Matt, and Matt's all... oh, you think, Matt, you yeah. think, George? And George and earthquakes just, happening. You can tell George just is like, yeah. I'm a... Earthquakes are happening, and every time some sort of ground trauma Event. happens... Uh, these gases are released because there's they're not they're not converting it. There's no way to convert it. All they're doing is storing it, and then when the earth tremor happens or something, barrels of it get knocked over, and then an apartment Some building leaks. gets flooded right. with it. You know, so it's like four different in- instances, and then they find out that it is the tunnels, the old train line that they're there. So they go underneath to try to investigate. Um, they find barrels, but not enough barrels of all of that toxic that's been there for years then they see like a honeycomb shape and you're you're, it, you, you go right back to that drawing with yeah. the you know you're like oh, yeah it's oh, all, all of it's all coming to fruition it's all starting to make sense it's, it's happening and then all of a sudden buck is there and i love when they say freeze and he, he just jumps a little, like hop, a little hop, hop in the air yeah, yeah that was kind of cool yeah a little ninja pose <laughs> yeah so he does that and they they meet up with him and he's like oh it's, it's bad down there it's bad you don't want to go and they're like no we need to go so he takes him to like these alien pods looking things with these humanoid half alien mutated mutated things uh growing. This is where it turns into like aliens for me, like the horror story. Yeah, I because he says that too, he goes, It's like a horror movie now. Yeah, because all of a sudden it goes you know, I mean, you know, it's this normal cop drama and then all of a sudden they drop into the sewers down below and there's this whole life. You know, this whole this queen is actually producing Offspring on her own. Yeah, what what come to find out the toxic stuff is is it's what they eat. They're, yeah, they're they're impregnating the the Enos females. Yes, and then they're taking those the females the babies, babies out. out and putting them in these little incubator things yes. and they're feeding them this this toxic this toxic stuff. Yes, which that's what they feed on. Right. So it's making these super beings, so, and that's what they're thinking they're doing. This is the group of Enos at, who run the factory. They think they're doing this to help themselves, which they are. Like I said, I was I kept telling Michael this. I'm like, it's hard to be mad at these people because they're so downtrodden, and they're doing all they can do 
with what they know, got. With what they got. Yes, it, 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 in their heads that they're going to be lifted up and everyone else is going to be below them. And so it's not a good thing. It, yeah, it, but all, all them years of just being down yeah. and, su- and suppressed or whatnot, yeah. finally it's like, we are going to be... We can finally be We the can top. do this, right. Yes. Yeah. And you come to find out that... No, this queen is... Yes, she's reproducing by herself. Yeah, she's, she's, she's plotting to found, wipe yeah. everybody, everybody out. Everybody out. Including yeah, no. you, Enos. Yes, everybody on the entire planet. Yep. So... Because even the Enos goes, yeah, you know, you guys are destroying your planet, and they'll eat the toxic waste. I mean, it sounds great. It does, and, and they believe it. And, they're yeah. like, and then they, and they're like, no, you go see the pods, and these Enos are like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And you can see a little light bulb clicking ahead. He's like, one of them is like... yeah. You know, are you, he goes, no, they're lying. Well, the main guy's like, no, they're lying. The one's like, one worker's going, no. Yeah, we should, but we then should they, investigate this. Yeah. But then they leave them. They leave the two. They leave George and, and Matt to the queen. They're like, sacrifice. So they tie them up and plop them down and wait for the queen to come and get them. Um, but, of course, Buck comes and kind of, he doesn't rescue them, but they manage to get out of the situation and Buck is there in a vent and they can crawl into it to get away from right. the queen girl. But then, like Michael mentioned, uh, these Enos who are now second-guessing what, what's going on, they go and check where Matt and George said that they saw the pods. And find thousands And they find of thousands them. of pods <laughs> there. And now, and this is where I think why they're really good and, you know, in, you, in the end they're good. Even though they may have been thinking about doing bad things. Because instantly, as soon as they find out that the queen got out of control, they're like, well, we have to stop her. Right. You know, because they're, now they're helping Matt and George. And yeah, because like, at first they turn around, Matt and George are like, oh, no. And yeah. then it's the Enos. Yeah. Like, they're no. like, you're going to open the valve, right? And let we'll, the sea we'll, water do, in. we'll help you. Yeah. Because yeah, they're going to let the seawater in and destroy them all. Because it'll flood out the tunnels. They'll flood the, the tunnels ocean. and kill all of the. Because they're half Tankinese. Right. So they are going to die. Um, or they're hoping seawater will affect them the same way. But yeah, so I mean, so they all try to help, and of course the main the main bad guy, if you can call him a bad guy, he was just the leader of the Enos, sacrifices himself to save One everybody. The, yeah. yeah, so I mean, he stays back while everyone else. And he to... redeemed himself. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, in my eyes, he did. Yep. Um, and he sacrificed himself. And these things are like weird fleshy creatures. Yes, it was very. I mean, it was very creepy. It was probably as I would dark have probably as been an scared at like fourteen years yeah. old watching this. It's probably as this? dark of an alienation episode as you're going to get. Had. Yeah, yeah. With the, like I said, it was almost like a monster movie because they're like falling out of tubes and, and they're jumping and they're ta- and they and shoot their tongue in yeah, their and they, mouths and, and, and they like suck like, ah! out the energy of the person. Yeah, it was weird. So, oh my god. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty crazy. But uh, in the end, obviously, it all works out. Um, they fled the the tank. Or the the tubes that all of those and Matt kind of stays back because Matt, Matt Matt needs to go make sure one of the doors is sealed, is the main door sealed. Yeah, so it doesn't get back to the water because right. they don't want all that acid stuff polluting the right. water, the oceans. So he makes sure it's shut, and it is. It's locked and it's all good to go. And of course, Michael's like, "Well, he's going to run into the the queen because we haven't seen her. We yet. haven't seen her." And of course, he does, Here's and he has a little tussle, um, but he manages to get up and holds on to a ladder just as the water comes and. Rushes by and slowly dissolves her into yeah into pink pink water, water. yeah <laughs> kind of kind of weird yeah so in the end they all you know it's all good and happy um, and a lot of, but another thing a lot of the Enos higher up in levels didn't know what was going on yeah because remember 
yeah, you know, they're all yeah. The one guy, he's like, he's I'm the only one. That one that I'm the really yeah. Knew. You can bust, and it was neat because, like you said, he goes, "I'm the one that knows. Yeah. I will should be held responsible. I should be held responsible." And George is like, "You've had enough." Yeah, yeah and that's uh, yeah. Because then someone from the alien, um, I don't know, reconcignment, of, whatever it's called, yeah, alien, re, re relocation, re, yeah. some type of some sort of rehabilitation to help him. To help them, there's like what a handful, probably like six or seven Enos left. Yeah, um, who didn't die from the initial attack, and they've never been outside. And they, yeah, they never been outside, and they're afraid to come out. And George's, George's being the good George. I mean, it was just, and standing. he's going over, and he's you know giving them their knuckles, fist and, bumps, and, and everything's okay. Come them here, and come with, them to come with me. And it was it's so all, cool. I was that's when I started tearing. I was like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> it's so sad. I'm so happy for. So him. they all come out. So they all come out, and then the. The agent guy, uh, who's also a tank Denise, went up to him and said greetings, and he did the fist bump. He's like, "We're here to take care of you." You know, it was. And Michael's like, "Oh, good. Weird. There's <laughs> other good people out there, not just jerks like most of the tank Denise." So, so yeah. So the, all those uh, Enos are going to get help. I don't know about all the other Enos that are around, but, but at least those, hopefully this is a chain, small right it, chain reaction. Yeah, hopefully it will start changing things. You could tell, like the like. They educated themselves a little yes. more. Yeah. And at the very end, we have um, George and his, his having sex with ex- May. His facial expressions, though, when he's done. When he comes down, they're like, ah, I did it. I'm he's the like, man. Oh, yeah, I'm proud. And, yeah. it, and Buck goes, how's your elbows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know. Some sexual. All, yeah. Oh, sore, but I'm good. <laughs> and he tells Susan. After yeah. everybody leaves. So now you know Susan is, is back again because she's happy and she's proud of yeah. George. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, well, well, of course they want his genes. He's a fine male specimen. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and then, you know... Um, <laughs> he makes that comment. Oh, yeah. He when makes, everybody leaves, yeah. you and I. And he goes, well, well, not tonight. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow night. <laughs> tomorrow. Because <laughs> he's spent... Um, and what's great is that the Enos is are yeah, there. Yeah, that was really cool, man. Yeah. The Enos are there and welcomed into George's house to be part of the ceremony. Um, and that's how the, the episode ends. It was a very happy ending because now May's hopefully going to be pregnant. <sighs> the planets um, realigned. All those well. <laughs> all the characters are good again. <laughs> They're not all evil versions of themselves. Oh, okay, I like this episode <laughs> so much. <laughs> I like... I, I, I'm not going to say this is my favorite episode, but I like this episode because of the roller coaster it took me on. There were some really high highs and there were some really low lows that were. I like because the emotional roller coaster. That's what I meant. Yeah, Yeah. because I'm so into the characters. Yeah, and 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 you're so involved with them throughout the series. It's hard to see them when they do wrong. And you're like in the wrong. Yeah, I mean, literally, my skin was getting hot because I was so angry. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I'm sweating. Go, what the heck is going on? And I'm like, that's just what the series does. You have that emotional response to it. You're attached to it, and 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 it brings out that in you. And and I mean, what a great series and. I mean, great episode. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, yeah. I, I'm going to listen to the last episode because I was probably <laughs> mad. I mean, but, you know, don't worry, but, guys. I'm but, here. But with that episode, with the first half of the episode. It did what it's supposed it to do. It was, yes. It did what it was supposed to do. And it did. It And it worked because both of us were few. I mean. And I'm glad you showed You were really it. upset. <laughs> but it bothered me, man. I was, I was upset, but I love the character so much that. Yeah, I'm I like, do too, but that's like, why, and that's why it bothered me because I yes. love those guys, especially and George. Oh. That one hurt the most. Yeah, yeah. You know the George thing really got me to see that side of him because you know we never see it right, and you know, and, and we and we see Matt in the very beginning be like that. Yeah, slowly 
you know, and now to see Matt be like, dude, you know, yeah, it was complete so, opposite. Yeah, it's one eighty like, from from pilot to this episode. Whoa. <laughs> you know, and you got and all this progress we made. It seemed like we we just went back a few steps with George, and it just really tugged yeah. at me, dude. I was like, yeah, that's not you. But man. you didn't realize how no, I know how but, ingrained that is. But uh, you're right. Him. But it, but that's again, that's my point of the show. It yeah, just, it just that's good. Good <sighs> stuff. Good yeah. good stuff. Who is it? It's me. Can I come in? I guess I knew you'd find out sooner or later. You're such a good detective. At the bathroom? You in there? Matt? Open up! Come on out! Where is he? He? The guy you're shacking up with. There is no guy. Oh, yeah, right. You come here every night and play solitaire. I don't play cards. I just sit. Kathy, be straight with me. I come here to be alone. Alone? I don't get it. I don't have my apartment anymore. I, I, I don't have any place to be. What do you mean? got a place with me I was raised a slave Matt I have never had a mate take the knees or human I don't know how I love you but I don't know how to be your mate every time I walk through that door of your apartment I'm so afraid I'm gonna say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing I'm so afraid you won't want me anymore. Kathy. Sometimes it just gets to be too much and I have to go away. I love you, Matt. And I want this to work. I just don't know what to do. Figure this out. It's okay. All right, it's time for some behind the scenes. I got the first one here. Um, Ron Taylor, or as they like to call him, Tiny Ron, he actually played the Queen Monster. He was also the giant in Body and Soul. So uh, I guess he was kind of typecast as just a really big, overbearing character. And they thought they would use him again. Uh, Sounds like he was a really cool guy. The Enemy Within was nominated for a Saturn Award for Best Single Genre Television Presentation in 1996. The Enemy went to Doctor Who. Unfortunately. The Enemy Within took 23 days to shoot. The Enemy Within was nominated for an Emmy for Outstanding Makeup and a Miniseries or Special. The Enemy went to Stephen King's The Shining. Now see, this is where I'm bummed because I really think... The special effects in this episode were pretty amazing. You're talking about The, the Shining? Like... The Shining was a Stephen King's The Shining. Yeah, it was a TV movie. 
Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't the Jack Nicholson no, it wasn't, Shining. No, it was a remake of so it. I'm like, that's like in the 70s or something, so... And for our final one, they actually shot The Enemy Within and The Adara Legacy, which is the last TV movie. They shot those back-to-back. Oh, man, look at the size of those things. The queen must be huge. Oh, man, let's get out of here. Horrible. I told you. That's not the worst of it, guys. Mom's still out there. This must be the new order from the Eno drawing. Some kind of mutant newcomer species. How did this happen? Matt, do you remember the Eno fetus? How deformed it was. It must feed off hydrofluoric acid in the womb. Hydrofluoric acid in those honeycombs. They must eat the stuff. Uh, like I said, let's get out of here. You can find us all over the internet. You can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash alienationpodcast. You can follow us on Twitter at AlienationCast. You can follow me personally at MasterJedi1975. Or you can follow me personally at GeekyFanboy. We are now on Stitcher Radio. You can download the app on any mobile device and listen to us anytime. And we always love getting reviews on iTunes. Just go to iTunes, type in Alienation Podcast, and we would love if you give us a five-star review. You can download the podcast, you can listen to the podcast, or just read show notes at alienationpodcast.com. We love getting feedback from you guys. If you want to send any comments about an episode, about a podcast, anything at all, you can send those to alienationpodcast at gmail.com. All right, so that's going to do it for part two of The Enemy Within. We only have one more TV movie. Don't tell me that. Udara Legacy. Udara Legacy. Yeah. And obviously we're going to split that into two. Yep. Uh, And then after that, we're not really sure because we know we have books and comic books, but both Michael and I, our time is just very, very um, spread tight. Yes, we are spread thin. So we don't know if we're going to have time to read the books. So if you guys have read the books, we would love to hear your guys' comments about the books, about the comic books. Um, we're also going to be doing like um, spotlight profiles character on character profiles. Profi- you know, on characters. Uh, also actors, obviously, of those Favorite characters. episodes of mine and his. Yeah, so we'll, if, if you guys want to send us in your favorite episodes, we'll send talk us about an it. email or send us an audio would be even better and just tell us why. And we may even bring you on as a co-host to talk about, to discuss your favorite episode with us. Because there's a few of you While I would like to it. talk, man. That'd be yeah. cool. So uh, we're definitely open to suggestions. It's alienationpodcast at gmail.com. You can send your emails. But um, I think overall, in the end, we wound up really enjoying this episode, even though it was some rough seas through the first half of this episode, as you can tell from our previous podcast. And, and you know, on another, we want to keep this going. You know, I hope we can keep this going as long as possible with the whole alienation theme, yeah. you yeah. know, so... You know, ideas, suggestions, help us out. Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, we definitely don't want this to end. So we'll keep talking as long as you guys keep listening. So um, And this episode again, (laughs) I liked it. (laughs) I can't believe you saying that. I liked it. After listening to the end of the last episode. I haven't listened to it yet. I really liked it. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm really excited to hear my... 
the part one because I know I was pretty angry 99% of that <laughs> podcast. So, But it redeemed um, itself. I redeemed myself there. there so there we go. There you go. All right. So that's going to do it. But before we go, always remember, if you ever want to hook up with Susan, she'll be at the Boom Boom Room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> George has been up there with me about 45 minutes. Now, isn't that a little excessive? Oh, George is very thorough when it comes to fertilizing. I just hope I did as good a job at catalyzing. Oh, I'm sure you'll All right. You know, maybe George and Albert will help us have a baby someday. Now, how does that work exactly? There he is. George. How did it go? Well, I think. Oh, uh, May is almost ready to come down. Thank you, George. Do you need to lie down? Oh, no, no, no. I'm all right. Susan, thank you for allowing this. So handsome, so intelligent. You're too fine a male specimen not to share. Well, when they're all gone, you will have my undivided attention. Uh, Tomorrow, I've been... Boning up. Really? Here, Dad. Way to go. Thank you, son. Yeah. Have one for yourself. Cool. You want some ice for your elbows, Dad? (laughs) Well, I'm not that old. (laughs) Now, Buck, you only have one of those. Oh, Mom. Thank you for coming. I was thrown up by sloth. Lucky fault. Oh, look. Orange. I'm Kike Singh. I'm Kike Singh. Attention, attention. Are you a fan of MASH, one of the most groundbreaking television series in history? Then take a listen to the MASH 4077 podcast, where hosts Kenny, Simon, and Al discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. So come and find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 podcast or online at www.mash4077podcast.com. Have you ever experienced uncontrollable bouts of geekdom? If so, the Anomaly podcast may be right for you. In clinical studies, Anomaly's interviews, convention reports, commentary on geek culture, games, sci-fi and fantasy television, literature, and film provided a feeling of fullness while promoting health for optimal geekiness. The Anomaly podcast is not suitable for all people. Only geekily active cool chicks with a healthy sense of humor should listen. Geekily active cool guys should listen, too. Anomaly has resulted in sudden fits of squee. Broad smiles may appear without warning and could become permanent. The most common side effects of Anomaly are unconsciously joining in the Gamma Quadrant golf clap, out loud, at work, to the amusement of co-workers, and attempting to interject opinions aloud to hosts who can't hear the listener. But in all cases, the benefits outweigh the risks. Ask your anomaly if you're healthy enough for entertainment of this caliber. 
You don't need a doctor's messy handwriting to obtain a free subscription. Anomaly is available over the counter at Stitcher Radio and in the iTunes, Zune, and BlackBerry stores. You can also stream episodes of Anomaly and Anomaly Supplemental at anomalypodcast.com. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com. Just one one-hour episode provides 24 hours of relief and never leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Music by JewelBeat.com Alien Nation, the newcomer's podcast, is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0, United States license, all rights reserved. All right. Well, we have one more episode left. Oh, no. To discuss. And I don't know the name of it. Give a little shout out to our buddy Orlando Q. Thanks for listening, dude. <laughs>